This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. You know, because Paul is obviously orthodox, he's obviously um, someone of, of, you know, some stature. And so they're like, do do you have a a word for us? Is there anything you want to share? And Paul says, are you kidding? Have I got a word for you? Paul stood up, motioning with his hand, said, men of Israel and you who fear God, listen. Upon entering a new town, Paul would go to the synagogues first to teach the Jewish people that their Savior had come. At the synagogues, members would want to hear from Paul, and he would always be ready to discuss with them their history to show them how it pointed to Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. If you look at the the program for the year, it doesn't change from one year to the next. You know, the the second week of August, they're going to be reading from this book in the Old Testament, this chapter. They're going to be reading from this book and chapter in the New Testament. So you can kind of tell, you know, which week from it was from from the reading. Well, the same thing. They had a reading from the Old Testament or from the uh, from the law. They had a reading from the prophets, and then at that point, it's kind of open mic time. Anybody have anything to share? And the leaders, you know, because Paul is obviously orthodox, he's obviously um, someone of, of, you know, some stature. And so they're like, do do you have a a word for us? Is there anything you want to share? And Paul says, are you kidding? Have I got a word for you? Paul stood up, motioning with his hand, said, men of Israel and you who fear God, listen, and now basically, if, guys, if you look at it, if you pay attention, the sermon that Stephen preached just before he was stoned, when Paul, Saul, stood there participating, he's doing the same thing Stephen did. He's reminding them of their history. He's reminding them of what the prophets had said, reminding them of, of the promises, where they came from. He's, He's calling them to remembrance, just as Stephen had done, which just kind of lets us know that Stephen had impacted him. The God of this people, Israel, chose our fathers and exalted the people when they dwelt as strangers in the land of Egypt. And with an uplifted arm, he brought them out of it. Now, for a time of about 40 years, he put up with their ways in the wilderness. And when he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he distributed their land to them by allotment. 
After that, he gave them judges for about 450 years until Samuel the prophet. And afterward, they asked for a king. So God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for 40 years. And when he'd removed him, he raised up for them David as king. To whom also he gave testimony and said, I found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. From this man's seed, according to the promise, God raised up for Israel a Savior, Jesus. Now, give me your attention for a minute because there's some things I want us to consider here. If you've been with us on Wednesday nights, we've been looking at the life of David for a while. This statement, it's one of the, one of the ones that's commonly brought out about David. A man after God's own heart. And that is so baffling to a lot of people. How can the Bible say that? How can God say that about David? I mean, the, the guy was a mess. When you look at his life, I mean, what, you know, the, yeah, everybody remembers, you know, David and Goliath. He, you know, he's a young kid and he kills the giant and, and all of that. But then, I mean, when God makes him king, what does he do? Well, he steals somebody else's wife, has the guy murdered for it. His family, total mess. The family dynamics, it, it's, it's complete chaos. Eldest son raping, you know, his younger sister. And, and then one of the other brothers kills the eldest son because of raping the sister. And then there's rebellion and the one son decides he wants to be king and tries to throw off. And then another son, I mean, what a mess. What a mess. If that was going on in a church context, the Bible would, would kind of demand that we remove the person from leadership. And even in Israel, the Bible, the law, said David should have been stoned to death. God showed him mercy. But a man after God's heart? Yeah, a man after God's heart. You know, one of the things that strikes me from that is that a person is more than the stupid things they've done. Now, we know that about ourselves. You know what I mean? I'm clear on it. I mean, I judge myself by my intentions. I evaluate you on the basis of your actions, though, because that's human nature. You do the same to me. I mean, you know you meant well. You know, you're not so sure about me, though. Pastor, how could you say that? How could you say that to me? How could you say that? But if you said it, well, you know, but I, but, I mean, you don't understand. This is what I, I meant well, and I was trying to help you. And uh, We evaluate other people based solely on their actions. We evaluate ourselves based on what's going on in here. And what God is saying about David is true about all of us to this degree. We are all more than simply the stupid things we sometimes do, the dumb decisions that we make. God looked at Saul. Saul only made, as far as we can see, Saul only made a couple of mistakes as king. Now, they were big mistakes. They don't appear to be as big as the ones David made, though. But the difference that you see when you look at the two lives, when you look at the two men, Saul's attitude was, what? I did what you told me to do. And, and Samuel the prophet, nearly blind by this time, says, well, then why am I hearing the sound of sheep in the background? God told you to kill everything and everyone. 
but I'm hearing the sound of animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but see, here's the thing is, though, Samuel, I mean, we see we, some of these were really good sheep, you know. I mean, the, you know, we, we thought we'd bring them back and sacrifice them to the Lord. That, that's what we were doing. That's it. And the famous saying is, you know, obedience better than sacrifice. God says he, 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 he no, Saul, he doesn't want you to offer him sacrifices. He wants you to obey him. He wants you to do what he told you to do. He wants you to trust him. Because that's really the issue here. Saul thought he knew a little bit, little bit better than God. Yeah, I mean, I, I know you. I know you told me to to wipe everything out here, but I mean, these are some. You know, these are. I mean, this is good stuff here. You know. And so he partially obeyed. David, on the other hand, when you read through the 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 heart of David in the Psalms, and you look at his life, yeah, he messed up really badly a couple of times, and when he did, where he did. He was clear on it. He was clear on it. He simply said to God, Man, against you and you only have I sinned and done what is despicable in your sight. You know, what is detestable in your sight. He, look at Psalm 18 with me. And if you were here this past week, it's, we're not going to read it all. We read it uh, because 2 Samuel chapter 22 is basically Psalm 18. But I just want you to see a couple of things from Psalm 18 and 19 that I think give us a glimpse into David's heart that it's important for us to see. In the first verse of Psalm 18, David cries out and he says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. Not I do. Do you notice that? David isn't saying here, oh God, I just love you so much. This is not just an emotional cry. This is a decisive cry. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. What is it that David's saying about God? I can trust Him. I can trust Him. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.